What's good, everybody? It's your girl, Mesh. Thanks so much for tuning in. You're listening to the Vulnerability Talk Show here on 101.7 CHLY FM. It's a beautiful Tuesday. It's raining in Nanaimo. So excited to host you today. We have a special guest. The date is the 30th of November. Happy birthday to you if it's your birthday today. Big shout out to Anna. It was her birthday on Friday. Happy birthday, Anna. Shout out to everybody who's been following the Instagram and, you know, shout out to Nina's followers as well. I see the support that you guys have been giving her. It's so, it's so awesome. I just want to give a big, I was going to say shout out, but I think hug is the correct term to use to everybody who had to cancel flights this weekend because of the new variant, you know, it's pretty sad. I know how you feel because I'm, I'm one of those people. First, I'd like to acknowledge that we are on this Nanaimo First Nations territory and we'd like to thank them for allowing us to work and play on their land. Okay, so first, before we meet our guests, in light of cancelled flights and, um, you know, all those sad things, I'm going to play a song. And the first song I could think of was Sorry by Justin Bieber. And I don't know if that's like putting salt onto the wound, but, you know, it's the best I could do. But I don't do too well with apologies I hope I don't run out of time Cause someone call a referee Cause I just need one more shot Have forgiveness I know you know that I made those mistakes Maybe once or twice And by once or twice I mean maybe a couple of hundred times So let me, oh let me Redeem or redeem on myself tonight Cause I just need one more shot Is it too late now to say sorry? Cause I'm missing more than just your body. Oh, is it too late now to say sorry? Yeah, I know that I let you down. Is it too late to say sorry now? I'm sorry. Is it too late now to Single piece of the blame if you want me to But you know that there is no innocent one in this game for two I go, I go, and then you go, you go out and spill the truth Can we both say the words and forget this? Yeah, is it too late now to say sorry? 
everybody once again you're tuned into 101.7 chr fm you're on the vulnerability talk show um i played that song to you know hug my friends that can't go home this christmas but anyway let's get into the show everyone is here for the star and she is here in studio in the <laughs> flesh <laughs> hi anna Hello. how are you i'm good too how's it going it's good i'm really excited yeah <laughs> such a pleasure to have you in you know um i've i've seen you before but i'd never like met you mm-hmm. so it's just really nice to finally have you in no this is super exciting um i've waited for a long time to come on do something like this and especially yeah. by another black girl yes. doing it in an <laughs> oh, come on like that's huge yeah so i'm super proud of you and thank you for bringing me on seriously thank you so much yeah so tell us about yourself are you in school are you working what's going on yeah so i am currently in my third year of conflict studies and human rights at yes. the university of ottawa yeah um, so shout out to all my people in Ottawa right yes, now. <laughs> um, and yeah, I've been doing activism for pretty long time now. I'd say I started it super heavily, like grade 12, grade 11, mm-hmm. um, just because I saw the need for it, especially in my community. Okay. Um, so I've been doing that for a while. Um, I'm going back and working at Lush Cosmetics and what girl? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going so. to need a discount. Don't worry, girl, I got you. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, so I'm super excited to go see all of my friends back there. So mm-hmm. everybody come say hey. <laughs> um, and yeah, I, you know, I live on the island with my family, um, moved back home um, shout out to my mom. It's her birthday today. Happy birthday! So she is the most special woman in the entire world and awesome. just my role model for everything. So mm-hmm. I have to give her major props mm. um, for the incredible person she is. Um, and yeah, I have my two little sisters and my dad and yeah. um, our dog, Irie. And, yeah. you know, I'm just 21 years old. <laughs> 
living on Vancouver You're Island. just 21? Like, that's yeah. so shocking. You've done so much. Thank you. That's so awesome. <laughs> First of all, we need to play a song for mom later to wish her yes. happy birthday. Yes. But yeah, um, what started this, um, you know, what moved you to, to want to, you know, do this? Yeah. Um, there's a lot of things that definitely come together mm-hmm. to form somebody into doing something like this. True. Um, and of course, there's always the major forms of trauma that come into it. Yeah. Um, but from the trauma, you have to move into the beautiful things of it and why you want to showcase the utter beauty of, let's, you know, say being black, mm-hmm. being mixed, being biracial. Um, and so when I was younger, you know, I didn't really have anybody else who looked like me in town. Mm-hmm. Um, and that definitely separated me a lot from others. And the kids were very blatant about this. Mm. Um, and it, it came out in, you know, drawings, the way they acted, things they would say, like minor things, the microaggressions. Mm. Right? And they probably picked that up from their parents as well. That's true. Um, but it definitely escalated as I got older and it got more vicious and aggressive. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think from all of that and the major events that took place, I really stepped out of myself as an adult Mm -hmm. and looked at myself as a child again. And I thought, how would I interact with another child going through this right now? And how could I change that reality for them? Um, Just by doing small, minor things, Mm -hmm. talking about it, being open, standing up for it, Mm -hmm. um, and explaining to other people why they should as well. And it kind of just started getting more traction. But yeah. I mean, also with more traction, you get more resistance. Definitely, yeah. Um, but then, you know, the BLM event took place in Nanaimo. Wow. Which, <laughs> that <laughs> blew my mind. I also mm. saw so many black people. Yeah. I did not know we had that many in Nanaimo. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's so important for us to come together as a community. Mm-hmm. Um, and show that, you know, we're happy to be here. True. Like, we deserve to be here just as much as anybody else. Right. You know? Right. Um, but yeah, definitely the parts that made me want to do it the most is how can I change it for another young mixed black girl, person of color, mm-hmm. young black boys, young anyone. Yeah. You know? So are you the first child in your family? I am. Okay. I, I can am. I can see I can see that leadership quality that you have. So how is it um kind of paving the way for your little sisters? Yeah, so I mean being mixed, mm. right? We do we look very similar, mm-hmm. but we also look very different in many ways. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I definitely got darker skin and I the only one with curly hair mm. out of my sisters. Okay. So that also shaped a different reality for me than them. Mm. Um And I think it was very difficult for them to grasp onto why I was experiencing it. Yeah. Because to them, you know, I'm their big sister. I'm just Nina. Mm -hmm. And to other people, uh, I was a scapegoat. Mm -hmm. I was pigeonholed. I was um, the target and the end of a joke for a lot of things. Yeah. And, you know, even my sisters, they're like, but we don't see you as just that. You're so much more. You're more than those things but to other people that's all i was Mm. and so i think after i graduated 
and I left this left my old high school, Lady Smith Secondary. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Good for them though. They are doing work. Okay. I'm seeing posters. No, that's posters. We need more than but hey, anyway. Listen, if we got a poster <laughs> up, it's a little bit better than nothing. <laughs> Yeah. Um, <laughs> but after I graduated from there, um, my sisters actually are in groups now. And yeah. my middle sister, Bella, um, she's just recently graduated this year. That's awesome. And she was one of the leaders of, you know, the anti-racism groups at the school. Mm-hmm. And my youngest sister, Gia, is also doing them now. That's awesome. And, you know, they just took it on Mm. and they they had great groups of kids though i really have to say like the kids coming up in the school now i see i mean of course there's still racism there's still bullying Mm -hmm. sexism everything yeah um but i see that the kids are making efforts okay to change the narrative Mm -hmm. which is incredibly crucial because when you have just one kid doing it all by themselves against, let's say, a group of 100, mm. you're not going to get very far. No. So the fact that there's this group of kids and I have to give major props to the teachers involved, too. Mm-hmm. They are incredible. The ones who are standing back even as, okay. you know, white teachers mm-hmm. and giving the students of color that voice to air their grievances and concerns mm-hmm. with Anything that's happening in the school, with their classmates, curriculums, anything like that, for those teachers to actually give them a platform to speak on it is massive. So, yeah, I my sisters, they're incredible. Like, I I really have to say, (laughs) I I, I will brag about my family, like, till I can't talk anymore. As you should. Period. Um, but yeah, no, I'm super proud of them. They are doing a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't, I don't want to take that credit for myself that I, because I'm the one who did it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to take that because they are, th- I mean, they're their own people, right? Yeah. And they're doing it for themselves too. And my parents. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> come on. Okay. <laughs> so at the time, so I watched one of your videos and mm-hmm. you were talking about, um, you know, getting called names in school yeah. and, you know, people treating you some way. Yeah. Did you ever report? I um, did. And what was the response of the school? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know the answer, but I'm just, you know. <laughs> uh, uh, so in my senior year, mm-hmm. um, it became a lot more brutal. Yeah. And um, there were very harsh slurs coming out. Mm. And I did go to my vice principal at the time. Right. And she ended up telling me something along the lines of, you know, racism isn't the main thing at the school anymore. Reverse racism is. (gasps) Let me just say the way my jaw dropped. (laughs) (laughs) No. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she said, you know, the white kids are really facing it right now. Against you? The one... (laughs) <laughs> that they're just, you know, the students of color, the white kids are really facing reverse racism. Get out. Mm. <laughs> mm. Mm. What did you do? I, I, in that moment, like you literally, what can you do? Like you just have to like stand there and you just look at them and you're like, how do you have a job? Like, why are you here? Why are you here? <laughs> Excuse me. Hello. 
<laughs> wow. Um, so yeah, that was one of the instances where yeah. I, you know, took it. Um, another one, um, you know, I, I had my amazing school counselor, Kim mm-hmm. Chadwick. Okay. I, I absolutely adore her. Um, to this amazing. day. Yeah. I will I love that woman. Shout out to Kim. Shout out to Kim. <laughs> Man, she changed so many people's lives. That's Seriously, awesome. she changed my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, her and I talked about it. And she really came to me and she's like, well, with all these kids doing these things to you, what is the outcome you want from it? Mm. And I think that's a lot for a kid to digest in that moment and kind of figure out what they want. True. Because what 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 is the best thing you can get out of? From getting called all these things. Mm. You want justice. True. But I mean, when is that really ever going to happen? Exactly. And in the context of a high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and I don't I, I don't really talk about the fact I did actually go to the pol- police about it. Mm. I never talk about this. Mm-hmm. So this is the first time I'm really ever talking about it. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. But I did go to them and... It seemed like they were more interested in having just another reason to get the kids than actually caring about what happened to me. And so in that moment, I was like, damn, I'm really on my own. Just me and my family are going to face this. And I was scared, you know, like if it did get out, like, you know, that anyone else was involved, that I had reported anything Mm -hmm. or that somebody was going to get, you know, whatever charges, anything that my family would have to deal with the repercussions of that or, yeah. you know, property. I mean, my car after the BLM event was keyed. <gasps> yeah. <gasps> yeah. No. Yeah. Honestly, I'm Get like, out. surprised. It, Get out yeah. right now. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm not surprised that it <laughs> happened. For real. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, right after the event, it got keyed. Nina, no. Yes. I know. I'm. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there was always those like, fears and i it de- you develop a lot of paranoia from these things oh, because definitely. you're always like looking over your shoulder yeah and especially being one of the only bipoc in a community mm. right but yeah so yeah so it, it's nerve-wracking going and reporting things and like going to a- authorities or authoritative yeah. figures or whatever um because you you don't know like what you're going to get out of it that's that's actually very hard for me to hear because mm-hmm. it's like, why are you keying my car? Why are you angry that I'm black? I'm the one who's black. Listen, I'm the person of color. I am the one who has to face everything else. Why are you angry? Keying my car. Like, for what? Like, what are you going to get out of it? A little bit of a rush? No, but then that's good, though. I mean, not the actual thing, but it means mm-hmm. that they can feel the heat. Mm-hmm. It means that oh, they... Oh, period. <laughs> No, they can feel the heat. Yeah, and that's what we want. (laughs) Damn right. (laughs) (laughs) How did you deal with that? I mean, it's it's definitely uh, nerve wracking, and I think I would be so scared to do anything after mm -hmm. because for them to even know that this is her car. Yeah, I mean, especially I mean, like living in such a small community. Yeah, I mean, everyone knows who you are. Yeah. Um. And I've been part of so many things mm. that it's not like my face is known yeah. in a way, I That's guess, true. which can become more nerve wracking. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so after that, I mean, that year of everything. Yeah. Um, especially after just so many deaths coming to the surface mm. and just black, like, trauma mm. just showcased 24 7. Mm. You have a lot of past things that you've suppressed within mm. you that come out that you don't even remember happening. True. You know, there was memories from me going to the hair salon mm. that came out that, you know, I faced like major microaggressions mm. there. Um, that came out. Things from when I was in elementary school came up. Right. I mean, past major traumas came up. There was trauma anniversaries like mm. it was just one thing after the other yeah and so yeah it, it's hard to deal with it i don't really think you can ever deal with it i mm. think it's something that you learn how to carry with you better yeah you know yeah mm -hmm. that is so heavy yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to take a little musical break. And the song we're going to play today is Turn Your Lights Down Low Come by on. Bob Marley. And um, yeah, Lauren Hill. Queen. <laughs> Turn your lights down low. And pull your window curtain. Oh, let your moon come shining into our life again. Ooh, it's been a long, long time. Get this message for you, girl. But it seems I was never on time. I wanna get through to you, girl. On time, on time. I want to give you some love. I want to give you some good, good love. Oh, I, oh, I. down low never never try to resist oh no oh let your love come shining in into our lives again saying ooh I love you Uh, 
Loving you is like a song I replay Every three minutes and thirty seconds of every day And every chorus was written for us to recite Every beautiful melody of devotion every night This potion might, this ocean might carry me In the wave of emotion to ask you to marry me And every word, every second and every third Expresses a happiness more clearly than ever heard And when I play them Every chord is a poem Telling the Lord how grateful I am Cause I know him The harmonies possess A sensation similar to your caress If you asking and I'm telling you it's yes Stand in love, take my hand in love God bless right. yes. I want to give you some good loving Turn your lights down low Right, right And pull your window curtain. Right, right now. And let your love come tumbling in. Right, right now. Into our lives again. Right, right now. It's been a long, long time. I got this message for you, boy. But it seemed I was never on time Still I wanna get through to you, boy On time that was Turn Your Lights Down Low by Lauren Hill and Bob Marley. Bob. <laughs> yeah, once again, you're on the um, Vulnerability Talk Show with your girl, Mish, and Nina. Hey. And um, we've been talking about her experience. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been heavy. I can... My heart <laughs> is heavy right now, and yeah. I wish you were here just to see how much she's glowing and... Um, Babe, it's the highlight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. So, I wanted to ask you um, mm. about your experience with tokenism, which is basically, you know, mm. being put at the front yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. of these programs to look like, oh, well, yes. yeah, we're inclusive and, you know, we 
like oh, like people yeah i've never really been asked about it actually yeah. have you what is your experience with that a lot yeah yeah oh my gosh whoa that's he- <laughs> oh my god i wasn't expecting that okay <laughs> oh wow yeah i mean i i'm <laughs> trying to like think about this now. yeah okay let me let me share my story whilst you yes. think of yours yeah so i want to hear yours I worked at this, um, one of my first jobs actually was a retail job. And yeah, mm-hmm. I really felt like there was a lot of tokenism, mm-hmm. you know, just being pushed to the front. Like, oh yeah, and Michelle's will say, Michelle, come here. Yep. Then I'll be like, hi, you know, there's no real reason for me to be here, but because I'm the black face, yep. so mm-hmm. we have, you know, a black girl working for us. So, mm-hmm. you know, it was just really weird. And um, initially I didn't know what it was. But I felt weird because it was just like, you don't care about me. No. But when it comes to other people and what we look like outside, that's when you want to put me in the It's front. visual standard. Yeah. Yeah, no, totally. Um, dang, I'm sorry you went through that. Yeah. Because at the start, you feel like, oh, I'm super valued. Exactly. Oh, my God, they want me at the front. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, they think I'm like one of the top people at our job. Yeah. But it's like, Mm-mm. nope. psych (laughs) (laughs) yeah but no i i totally resonate with that Mm -hmm. because it's been like that for me at multiple things yeah um i mean you can even take it in like the movie industry Mm. because i do a lot with that okay um and there's not a ton of diversity Mm -hmm. i'm starting to see it a lot more which is really really nice Mm -hmm. um but I mean, like, I was just on a film and it was like, oh, my God, we got a black lead. That's amazing. Mm. Like, it's super exciting. Right. But at the same time, I'm like, why are we so excited about that? Like, that should just be basic. Like normal. Exactly. You know, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, with me, um, I think I always saw that it was like, OK, let's get our BIPOC people up at the front. Mm. That's I, I totally noticed. That. Yeah. Yeah. But then when it comes into like actual like wondering what we're feeling, it's like, mm, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, Have yeah. you had um, the experience of being followed in a store? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> come on. Of There's course. a store that I hate oh. in this city. I'm not going to quote it out because, you know, mm. but I hate it so much. And it's so weird. If my friend is listening, um, I had to ask her each time I wanted to go in there yeah. to come with me because, um, you know, she's... Um, She's white. And yeah. When I was with her, I wasn't followed. Mm-hmm. But when I was by myself, I could hear them talking about me on the radio. And there was a time. No. I'm telling you, there was a time I actually worked in the mall. So the first time I went to the store and I had a bag. Um, this was after my shift, actually. So I had a bag and I went in. I was like, I'm going to get this. Right. So I was genuinely walking around because I had just started my journey with the things from that store. So I just was like, okay, well, I'm going to walk around and ask questions and hope I get help. You know, they're like, oh, hi, let me help you, blah, blah, blah. But I could be like, I could hear them saying, oh, yeah, she's got a bag or, you know, this is what she looks like, blah, blah, blah. Oh, my God. So after, the next time I went back to that store, I left my bag at my job Mm because I was like, let me go in without a bag and just my card and see if I still get the same. They still followed me. And I was like, okay, so you thought I was going to steal. I was wearing a dress. Where was I going to put it? But still, does it even have to get to that? Like, what? Oh my god! 
oh like my I got God. to the point where I was like, okay, you know what? Um, maybe so that I can just have a normal experience. Yeah. Um, maybe I should just, you know, you know, like leave my bag. But that's not normal. What if I didn't no. work in the mall? What no, if I didn't have anyone to thing. leave my bag? Here's the thing. Why do we have to do so much yeah. just to make white people comfortable? Oh, wow. <laughs> yes. That's the question I want to know. Yeah. Why do I need to straighten my hair? Mm. Why do I need to change how I talk? Mm-hmm. Why do I need to change the music I listen to mm. when I'm around you? Why do I need to act timid mm. or be quiet? For what? Does my voice offend you that much? <sighs> right? Yeah. And so, dang. Yeah. <laughs> you know, now, like, talking about it and thinking about it, I was like, I was really, like, I don't know. I, I feel like I was just um, making, not making room, but I just was allowing Taking it. Up, yeah. I was allowing it, yeah. and I should have just, you know, said something. But it's so hard in the moment. Oh, and when you're by you yourself, know? too. Yeah. And it's just like that that's it's difficult man yeah like i totally understand and there's also that thing of you know like oh my gosh so i remember being in this class and um this girl was talking about something and i don't know what she was sharing i was the only black girl in the class of course and and she said you know how black girls get when they're so angry (gasps) she said that i told you do you know like some people just looked at me that was my first experience my second how old were you First year in university. Say psych. I am telling you. I'm like, why are these... Education. <sighs> How did you get in? I was so <laughs> upset. And the thing is, the professor just stood there of and course. was like... Mm, mm. I was like, yeah. that's not enough, honey. <laughs> uh, 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 but uh, do you know how much I... To tell you the truth, when I moved here, I just went through so much identity crisis. Mm-hmm. Because I thought that you know i was gonna fit in here and everything was gonna go well and you know this was the land of milk and honey but no (laughs) honey (laughs) no 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 it was hard then my second experience was in class uh my sick my um second year i think so we're in class and we're talking about um reconciliation and how like ways in which we can um help people who've been um, colonized and Mm -hmm. that sort of thing so this guy, he's um, South African, but he's a white South African. Yeah. And he's Afrikaans, and they're the people that um, colonize the South African people. Yeah. So he says, um, honestly, I just think that um, we need to do more than just give them jobs on a silver platter. Because um, right now in South Africa, they're giving these people that they colonized jobs. And... The professor said, yeah, I agree. I, I don't think I like it's, know. you know, it makes sense for us to give them jobs. But first of all, let's look at the jobs. These people are not getting office jobs. They're getting like cleaning jobs and these low level jobs the that work that people don't want to do. Exactly. And first of all, your entitlement to then come here mm. and share that perspective with people don't, that don't know the real story exactly. and what happened in South Africa. Exactly. It's so terrible because everyone in that class now thinks, well, the Africans people mm-hmm. were, were right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It was so terrible and just to, it was so hard for me. And it was one of those situations I went home and looked in the mirror and shouted at him because I I could not do it. And the thing is, when I looked back to even like get, see what his face looked like when he was saying this, I saw so many people nodding their heads. Um, 
mm-hmm. and agreeing with him. Yeah. And that just tore me down. It, like, te- it tears you apart. <sighs> it tears you apart. People are supporting him and they're just saying all this. And I'm just like, and they don't know. They this, don't know. This is a big class. So no one wants to ask why um, he's so bothered that these people are getting these kind of jobs. Mm-mm. No one is bothered to ask. No. Because he's not making them uncomfortable. No. He's accommodating their feelings. Exactly. Like, like, that's the whole point of it, That's right? it. That's it. I know. I, I, and you know what? I've noticed a lot, especially in um, the university here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was in a political science class. Mm-hmm. And I was also the only, you know, BIPOC. Yeah. Um, and only black girl. Mm-hmm. And... Um, the topic of police brutality came up. Wow. And uh, this white kid, mm. uh, probably the same one, let's be honest. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> uh, just started like talking about it. And I said, how do you like black people are being un- like justly murdered? And he said, I don't think they're being unjustly murdered. <gasps> The way I almost jump over at the table. <laughs> I, you have process. to maintain composure because you'll be, become that exactly. crazy black lady. Exactly. I start standing up. One of my friends has to hold me down because I'm ready to like go full throttle. <laughs> and all the prof does is we're going to end the conversation right there. Oh, my goodness. Like, for, why, wow. why, why do you let him say such a disgusting remark? And you can't even let me respond mm-hmm. as someone who feels it, genuinely feels it, what it feels like to see a member of a community dying and every I think day. That's how these um, ideas are constantly repeated because now someone heard that and they mm. went, they shared it with their other exactly. friends and it's just going on and on. But if you were given the chance to even talk or even the professor as the pre- as the position that they have yes. had said, that's not okay. No. And because you're not black, I don't think it's fair for you to speak on that. Yeah. Already that would teach other people who are watching a lesson that don't speak on situations totally. you don't know about. Totally. But she allowed it. Allowed, no. Fully, like, just kind of said, okay, we're going to end the conversation. <laughs> and, you know... <laughs> Actually, I have to, again, like say thank you to one of the um, people who were in my class. She actually went up to him after and she said, you cannot speak like that Mm -hmm. ever again. Like you don't know what you're saying. And that is so disrespectful. Mm -hmm. So that was huge. Like for me to see as the person who actually didn't have to fight that battle Mm -hmm. because I feel like I fight every single battle, Exactly. you know. Um, and that's also being the token, mm, right? Definitely, yeah. Because everyone comes to you for every little thing. Yeah. Like, please don't ask me if you can wear an afro for Halloween. <laughs> Let me see you, though. Let me see Let you. me see it. Let me see you try it. <laughs> <laughs> because you don't understand when I have to wear my afro, how many questions? Can I feel your hair? Can I feel your hair? Can I touch it? Like, how many pens can you fit in your hair? Oh, my goodness. You know, people used to do that to me. They actually used to put it in my hair. Ah! And I don't even have a fro. Nina, stop. I have a fro. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I wish I did. Are you kidding me? Lusciousness. <laughs> but no, like, people used to, like, bend down and, like, grab a fistful of my hair and smell it. Wow. And I'm just like, <gasps> am I a pet? Am I a pet? 
how is that okay? And <laughs> yo, I'm actually upset. Like, I want to tear everything down. No, I'm upset. Like, please, this is a PSA. Use Google. <laughs> it is the World Wide Web, people. Thank you. It has everything on it. <laughs> Anything yeah. you'll need. Yeah. Use it. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my goodness. Yeah. No, I'm still shocked. Like it's, it's. I'm going to keep breathing into this mic. I'm just, I'm really upset, but so mm. happy mm. Um, to see how far you've come. I'm proud of you too. Look at you. I will keep hyping you up. <laughs> I will keep hyping you up. You know I will. Yeah. Okay. So, I had a question. Mm. Um, about. Okay, so this is. It's a touchy topic. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I'm allowed to say it on radio, but... Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally. I might save it for later. Yeah. What advice... Um, I've decided to skip the question. I'll ask you after. But yeah. 100%. What advice do you have for, um, you know, BIPOC individuals, mm. and, you know, um, who are minorities in these majority schools? Yeah. Especially high school. <sighs> I mean, I'm still... <sighs> I'm still trying to wrap my head around the fact that people look to me for advice. That's always such a weird thing. Because I'm like, uh, yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> like, I'm just like, oh my God, people want to hear like my perspective on things. We That's do, weird. yeah. Right? But my main advice is really just try and learn about yourself. Mm. Right? Because I went through so many identity crises. Yeah. Seriously. I mean, I still do. Mm. Like, there's, you know, imposter syndrome. Oof. That's huge. Like, huge. Me every day. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, like, it's so hard navigating it, especially when you're just, like, in that development stage. Wow. Let's actually talk about that. Yeah. Imposter syndrome intersecting with the fact that you're a black girl. Mm. How do you deal with that? Um, my I it hasn't been very easy and I'm so lucky to have someone mm. um, I don't know that they're listening but I'm so lucky to have them oh. because they oh my god <laughs> this is cute <laughs> but they really told me that you know relax like you're doing so well but you don't see it because you have all these other things to compare yeah. yourselves to yeah and it's just so hard because it's just like um I'm just I'm just a black girl and anyone can do a radio show, you know, uh-huh. anyone can do this. And mm-hmm. you downplay what you've done. You do. So I don't wanna see you downplaying <laughs> what you've done because uh. even to just have you on this show is just an honor. Even to oh. meet you, Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-
so I, I'll go home and talk to myself. <laughs> but I'll like sit back and I'm like, I am an awful like black person. Mm. Like I'm not doing anything. I'm just sitting yeah. by. Like mm. what am I doing? Yeah. Like why didn't I go to the protest that day? Why yeah. didn't I do that? Why didn't I? Why didn't I do this? Why didn't I do that? Why didn't I speak on that? Why didn't I fight that? And there's so many whys, mm. right? But we don't celebrate the small things we do. Yeah. Like, let's just say you went back into that store. You went back into that store and you got the things you needed. You knew that people were watching, but you were like, I need my products. I need it. Right. <laughs> and you were like, what are you going to do? Yeah. You know who you are. Mm. You know you're a good person yeah. and that you're doing good things. You're not a threat, babe. You know? And so the fact that you do those small things too, that's huge. Yeah. And we really need to like own own that. Yeah. As especially young black girls. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, we don't we don't we don't give ourselves enough credit ever. Yeah. We really don't. You know, I um I loved the poem that you read at the protest. Mm, thank you. The first time I watched it, I cried mm. because honestly speaking, and I, I, I say this with the most sincerity, that I didn't think that you and I's experience would be different mm. simply because yeah. you're mixed. Mm-hmm. So I, did, I, I, I would feel like, you know, your experience would be different or yeah. you have an advantage over me. But Totally, totally. No, and if anything, you've that. had it worse than I have. Uh, I honestly, I think I had a really bad group around me. Yeah. Um, I think I got dealt a really bad hand mm-hmm. um, with just the people are, like surrounding me. Yeah. Um, not necessarily that I interacted with them, mm-hmm. but they were everywhere. Yeah. Right. But I mean, I I've had so much good come out of it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's another thing is like, I really do struggle with the fact that I'm like, I'm not black. Yeah. Oh, you're not. Okay. No, okay, okay. I am. I get it. I get it. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? So what are you doing here? Like, <laughs> go home. <laughs> I, I, but, yeah. you know, being mixed um, here, yeah. here, I mean, I was one of the darkest people that a lot of the people in Ladysmith knew at the time. Yeah. Um. And then when I went to Ottawa, mm-hmm. I felt like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's really diverse. It is. And yeah. I moved into a predominantly black community. Wow. Yeah. So I, you know, I had a black hair store across the road wow. from my house. And another one across the street. And I had like a, a Caribbean grocery store. Nanaimo I, can only dream. Nanaimo can dream. <laughs> but I felt... I felt just the biggest identity crisis I've ever faced in my entire life. Mm. Um, I got braids for the first time while I was out there. Okay. And when I had them, I was like, oh my God, people are going to think I'm a white woman. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you kidding? Come on. Girl, <laughs> look in the mirror, first of all, please. Like, get a grip. Yeah. <laughs> get a grip. Yeah. But it, it, I went through that, like, the entire day before 
I got before I got my hair braided. Mm -hmm. I was like, I can't do this. I need to cancel. I need to cancel it. I, I just can't do it. Like, I feel yeah. bad. Like, I just can't. Like, I feel like I'm taking something. I'm like, oh, my God, what am I taking? I'm, Ooh, <laughs> I'm like, I've like I've lived the black experience. You have. I've, I've I am black. Like, I you, I, you know what? Um, But I also want to highlight the fact that, like, I'm so proud of being mixed. Mm. Like, the fact that I just have so many, like, beautiful parts mm -hmm. that I get to experience in my life. That's like, so awesome, yeah. you know, um, being Greek and Jamaican, mm. like, I mean, good food, good food. <laughs> I listened that. to that part. I was like, what? Really? Like Greek food, Caribbean. Food? Wow. Yeah. Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's such a blessing. Seriously. Like, yeah, I feel so connected with my Greek side. I mean, mm -hmm. I know at first glance, people automatically like assume they're like, okay, she's black mixed with something. Mm. Right. But I, I really want to like just say how appreciative I am for like my heritage. Mm. As you should. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that's something that like when we're growing up, especially being mixed, I'm like, well, I need to be more black because I haven't been accepted by the white counterpart. Mm. And we also fall into stereotypes that way oh, yeah. right? right especially being young mm. and like trying to just to find yourself in it mm. like even the way like i would like shift the way i talked when i was younger mm. i'm like girl you, you're from ladysmith <laughs> like <laughs> what are you saying yeah you like you come on don't do that don't do that <laughs> <laughs> yeah like you're from ladysmith babe yeah but it, it's hard like even like music mm -hmm. i'd listen to people would say because i listen i'm a boy band stan yeah i love me some boy band <laughs> i do yeah but people would look at me and they'd be like you're the whitest black person i know and it's like right? first of all how many black people do you know <laughs> i'm the only black person I'm you the know only one you know <laughs> let's be honest yeah. But also, like, that is so damaging on a child. Because mm -hmm. you're like, so music. Even that, like... I can't have that, too. I can't, like, One Direction. <laughs> I beg to differ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's it's those things, right? Like, mm -hmm. it's hard because I, I... My sisters haven't faced the racism as much. Mm-hmm. But I also know, like, that me, like, being so light-skinned, like, being mixed, mm. I have a different experience with racism than, let's say, you would. Right? Yeah. Because, I mean, colorism is huge. Definitely. And I don't think it's talked about enough. Danny Lee? And hey, Jesus. <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> I mean, we forgive her, though, because we're women and we understand. We do. Uh, listen. <laughs> She has really nice hair. She does. <laughs> <laughs> but I know when I heard that, I was like, <gasps> she ha she sang a whole song, I... a whole song talking about, you know, I'm lighter than you. So he chose me like that is so embarrassing. It is, especially with what happened after. Oh, my God. <sighs> like, 
<laughs> babe, we're coming. We've tried to come such a long way. <laughs> we are trying. We are fighting out we here. We are. And she just... So for her to just go on and do that, I'm just like... A <sighs> whole song. Like, like not even like one line. It was three minutes. Nah. It's terrible. I know. Anyway... But it's yeah. been such a pleasure having you. Ugh. We don't have time. We ran out of time. But I'm pretty sure this was the best one, one hour of your life. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Y'all know that this is the best hour of your life. <laughs> don't, even, don't even try. <laughs> okay, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thanks to everybody who's been following the Instagram for the Vulnerability Talk Show. Um, yeah. Nina, thank you. No, seriously, thank <laughs> I'm you. I'm going to keep on saying thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, no. And thank you, everybody who's listening. Seriously, like, big ups to all of you. And I appreciate you all so much. Thank you for always, like, supporting me. Like, I, I really do feel like I, I don't say it enough. But, like, the fact that people genuinely, like, take the time to, like, listen to me or, like, try and learn and take my advice even, like, that's huge. And I want to thank you for everything you're doing. Yeah. Okay, so that's about it. I have nothing else to say. See that's you it. next Tuesday. Oh, I want to um, let you know that my friend Bob is having a show right after this. Um, it's called Amadou and Friends. Um, yeah, please be sure to tune in. It's music from the 18th century featuring the com- the compositions of Mozart. So if you like oh, come on. that, I know that's be right. sure to tune in. And um, yeah, just to close off the show today. Here's Homecoming by Kanye West. Yes. See you next Tuesday. Bye. Shot City. City. Coming home again. Do you think about me now and then? Yeah. Do you think about me now and then? Because I'm coming home again. I met this girl when I was three years old. And what I love most, she had so much soul. She said, excuse me, little homie, I know you don't know me, but my name is Wendy and I like to and from that point, I never blow her off. Come from out of town, I like to show her off. They like to act tough, she like to tone them off and make them straighten up their hat because she know they soft. And when I grew up, she showed me how to go. And at nighttime, my face lit up. So it's down, and I told her, and my heart is where she always be. She never messed with entertainers, cause they always leave. She said it felt like they walked and drove on me. Knew I was gang affiliated, got on TV and told on me. I guess it's why last winter she got so cold on me. She said, yeah, keep I'm making that, keep making that platinum and gold for me. Do you think about me now and then? Do you think about me now and then? Cause I'm start again but if you really cared for then you wouldn't have never hit the airport to follow your dreams sometimes i still talk to her but when i talk to her it always seems like she's talking about me she said you left your kids and they just like you they want to rap and make soul beats just like you but they just not you and i just got through talking about what trying to do just not new now everybody got the game figured out all wrong i guess you never know what you got till it's gone i guess that's why i'm here and I can't come back home And guess when I heard that When I was back home Every interview I'm representing you Making you proud Reach for the stars So if you fall You land on a cloud Jump in the crowd Talking lighters Wave them around If you don't know I'm by now I'm talking again. about shot town Do you think about me now and then? Do you think about me now and then? Cause I'm
This is Sam, Harry, Jasper, and Sam from the Sam Lynch and Sam Tudor bands. And you're listening to CHLY 101.7 FM in Nanaimo. Broadcasting on the Salish Sea. The Nanaimo area is a unique place to live, love, and work. A place of lands and natural values worthy of protection. At the Nanaimo and Area Land Trust, we support, promote, and protect the natural values of land and water in our area. We are a non-profit, charitable organization committed to the environment, working with rights holders and stakeholders in order to protect the land and inform people about the natural values of this place we love. For more information or volunteer opportunities, see our website at nalt.bc.ca or call 250-714-1990. Join us in building a culture of stewardship. Are you a musician, listener, label, interesting person? Why not record a station ID for CHLY? You know, like, I am a robot and you are listening to CHLY 101.7 in Nanaimo. You can record your own version, submit it to us, and hear yourself going over the airwaves. Woohoo! Get the details at